everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Forgive and Forget. I'm Vic. Today's topic is a toughie uh, and one that I did not expect. It's about persons with dementia claiming to be the victim of sexual assault or being accused of sexual assault. And this is what mom is claiming, although she has not said anything to me about it. I called the seasons of Reno on my own because lately the voicemails I receive or the conversation conversations I have with mom are upsetting, both for mom and for me. Mom is not pissed off like you've heard her be in the past, just in horrible despair. So here's that message. Hi, honey, it's mom, and I'm just trying to get a hold of you and make a deal for you to get take me where you are. And I'm trying hard, but it doesn't seem to be working. I love you beyond words, honey. Get the dogs for me. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> a real day brightener, huh? You can obviously hear why I called management after hearing something like that. I wanted to ask them if this is mom's state of mind every day. Thankfully, it is not. But she did, the manager did send our conversation in an unexpected direction. And I knew it was serious when she prefaced it with, may I ask you a personal question? If mom was ever sexually assaulted in her lifetime. Evidently, mom is accusing a male resident of sexually assaulting her. The only time I experienced something of an inappropriate sexual nature was when a male resident made an inappropriate gesture towards me. The staff was well-trained and squashed his advances immediately. I am now learning that this inappropriate behavior as well as sexual allegations can be quite common among dementia patients. I did not know this, so I did some reading on it. And the four articles I read, unfortunately, were not impressive because I found almost all of them were biased towards the accuser rather than the accused. My horrifying thought was, what if mom was accused unduly of sexual assault? I would want a fair-minded inquiry without anyone rushing to judgment by the accused. One article described a woman visiting a memory care facility, and I will call her Jane. And Jane witnessed a female resident walking to the front lobby desk, crying and looking very frightened. She was talking aloud to no one. So Jane approached her and asked what was wrong. And the woman said she was just raped. She said the person was still in her room and she was too frightened to go back there. Jane responded to the situation immediately and took uh, her accusation seriously, like any of us would. And she stopped a staff member and relayed the incident. And Jane said that the response from the staff member was a smile. And then the staff member informed her that, quote, this happens all the time and it's nothing to be concerned about. Now, there's two ways of looking at that response. One is, in defense of the staff member, he or she knows the resident better than Jane does. 
On the other hand, legitimate shock holds similar symptoms. I mean, the woman exhibited being frightened, bewildered, and rambling. In this case, thankfully, this woman's claim turned out to be false. Another article talked about how sexual accusations can surface because of childhood abuse or a sexual trauma during their lifetime. In my mom's case, neither one is true. Uh, Another article pointed out that elder care residents have visitors, family members, contractors, and staff coming and going at all times. In other words, there are many people besides residents in a building at one time. And although this is a good point, this has not been the case at mom's residence. They've been on lockdown since COVID hit last March. If a situation happens involving your loved one, my recommendation would be to go to the person in charge and ask neutral questions calmly and coherently, such as, what is your protocol if a resident claims to have been raped? Do you have cameras in the common areas of this facility? Do you document all accusations? What do you know about the accused? What is your experience with my loved one? Does the manager, staff know both the accuser and the accused well? And lastly, has this residence ever had a documented case of rape or sexual assault? And then let the manager or staff answer your questions and then allow them time to investigate. This could take my, you know, it could take five seconds, it could take 10 minutes, three days, or a month. I would make sure they know and understand that you do expect an investigation into the matter. Remember, we are dealing with dementia, severe cognitive impairment. There were times that mom was suspicious of an in home caregiver stealing her diamond sapphire bracelet, which she never owned. Once she thought someone stole uh, my grandparents' silver tea set, which was locked safely away in the garage, and another accusation was that someone was stealing her silk scarves that were actually hanging quietly in her closet. Now, I am not trying to minimize or compare the severity of sexual assault with stealing or the suspicion of stealing. I am simply making the observation that dementia carries false memories, a legitimate term in the world of dementia, which I did a podcast on a bit ago. Like many dementia patients, when mom gets something stuck in her craw, it sticks like poo on a shoe and then stinks for a very, very long time. She will not let something go. After pondering mom's accusation, I came up with two ideas that might cause her to accuse someone of sexual assault. First, no one would argue that mom has been a very controlling woman throughout her lifetime. God love her. Maybe her current righteousness is simply an inherent way of her controlling something in her deteriorated state of mind. Or secondly, maybe she has guilt from a sexual event that now is resurfacing and taking the form of an accusation. I will never know, nor will I ever know why mom's behaviors and verbiage 
are what they are in her world of dementia. If I did, I wouldn't be a white-knuckled caregiver writing blogs about it or podcasting about it. Of the four articles I read, not one case of accusation turned out to be true. This difficult subject matter teaches us to hold judgment and ask questions before jumping to any conclusion. In other words, keep it holstered before firing off a bunch of shots arbitrarily. Now, this does not mean rape or sexual assault does not exist in elder care residences. It just means the probability of an incident like this is minimal. Now that I know of mom's accusation, I am prepared if she says anything to me about it. I would say, thank you for telling me this, mom. I will absolutely look into it. In the meantime, just politely avoid that person. It's the same phrasing management uses. What I do not say is, you're full of crap, mom. None of this is true, so just stop it. Not only is that incredibly disrespectful and disrespectful to their dignity, but using confrontational or argumentative remarks solve nothing. We know that. Uh, We want to calm them, not insult or upset them, right? Actually, that's probably good advice to take with us outside our world of caregiving. (laughs) So listen proceed with caution and objectivity. Do your due diligence and you will find the truth. Thanks for joining me today. This was a tough topic. My hope and wish for you this holiday and every day is finding contentment and peace. I don't want to falsely sprinkle holiday cheer if we're feeling weighed down or sad. I know for me, it's been a roller coaster every day. I do not block the tears. I won't. This is a tough time right now. I don't kid myself about that. All right. Take good care. Be safe. Be smart in these COVID times. Be respectful and kind. And I will see you back here again soon. Bye-bye.